guess what? This is episode number 100 of the World Language Classroom podcast. I was watching the data to see if we would get to 100 episodes first or 100,000 downloads, and I'm happy to report that we crossed the 100,000 download mark well before the 100th episode. So thank you so much for your continued support of the podcast, and thank you to the many guests who have joined me over the past two years. In this episode, I want to look back at some of the key takeaways from the collective wisdom of guests and share some listener feedback as well. I can't wait. So let's jump in. Are you a language teacher looking for some reassurance that what you're doing in the classroom is on the right track? Or maybe you're looking for some ways to teach even more effectively. If you're one or the other or somewhere in between, you've landed in the right place. This is the World Language Classroom Podcast with your host, me, Joshua Cabral. You're about to get tips, tools, and resources so that your students continue to rise in proficiency and communicate with confidence. Let's jump in. Vamos, allons-y. Hello, my friends. Bonjour, mes amis. Hola, mis amigos. Welcome to the World Language Classroom podcast. I am Joshua Cabral, and thank you so much for joining me for the 100th time on an episode of the World Language Classroom podcast. The fact that you are here and listening to this and you've been a part of this journey with me, it just shows that you are such an incredible educator. So thank you so very much. If this is your first time listening or maybe your 10th time and you're still not subscribed yet, please make sure that when whatever app you're on right now that you click follow, subscribe, whatever it's asking you to do, because I plan on having a 100 or even more episodes coming up even after this one. So on this episode, I want to look back over these last 100 episodes and over 60 guests, and I've done 40 solo episodes, so much to take in. I have had this goal from the very beginning to bring you very simply tips, tools, and resources to help your students rise in proficiency and communicate with confidence. That has been my sort of tagline on my blog and my social media for years, and I wanted to bring that directly to this podcast as well. And hopefully that is what you are getting out of this, your tips, your tools, and your resources. I'm just so excited to be able to get to episode 100, and it is certainly thanks to you. Because if I was just sitting here at my microphone talking or recording conversations I was having with people, that would be great. But the fact that you're listening is what makes this an incredibly successful podcast. So thank you to you and thank you to the over 60 guests, the 60 wonderful teachers who have joined me over the last two years. These have been teachers from all over the U.S. that have joined me on the podcast and also from Canada. I've had teachers from Australia, Spain, the U.K., and a multitude of languages as well. Everything from French and Spanish, Chinese. I've had Latin teachers, Greek teachers, Arabic teachers, German teachers. I've had an incredible opportunity to spend time with very insightful teachers. And what I would like to do right now is just look at some highlights over these past 100 episodes, these guests that I've had, the topics we've looked at. And part of that is going to be sharing with you some audio that I got, some submissions from listeners. I had a lot of listeners who went on to the SpeakPipe website where they could just do a quick audio recording of a highlight or a takeaway from an episode. So I went through those and I chose five 
to share with you. I also had a lot of feedback in comments on social media when I asked for what were your takeaways. So I'm bringing that all together so this can be a community reflection on everything that we've talked about over the last 100 episodes over the last two years. Now, to look really at my own experience. So I'm going to be totally honest with you. And Katya Hauntenstein, I hope you're listening to this because Katya, who is a teacher that I worked with for a couple of years, I asked her to be my first guest on the podcast two years ago. And she was up for it. And so we jumped on to our call together and we had a great conversation. I sent her some questions in advance and we kind of talked shop and we revisited all of our teaching experience together and it was wonderful. And then I sat down to edit the episode and I realized that that very first recording that I had not turned on my microphone. So it only recorded Katya and not me at all. So that was my foray into my very first episode of the World Language Classroom podcast. It was certainly one of those things that I needed to learn by doing. And so now I almost always turn my microphone on. I've learned a ton about editing episodes and how to do that. I now do it with a program called Descript where it actually takes the audio and it prints it out so I can then edit all of the audio through text rather than listening. So I've learned a lot going along the way, but I always like to remember that the first episode I did with Katya Hottenstein, I didn't turn my microphone on. So I very sheepishly reached out to her again the next day and said, can we record the episode again? My microphone wasn't on and she was totally game. And it has just been a journey from there. And I've had the opportunity to speak with so many incredible guests with so many insights. And many times I will have teachers reach out to me and they'll ask if they can come on the podcast. Can we talk about a certain topic? Absolutely. Sometimes I reach out to teachers that I see a lot on Twitter or Instagram, or if I attend their workshop, or if I see a workshop at a virtual conference, I'll reach out to them to talk about it. So guests come in different ways onto the podcast. And if you're ever interested, please do reach out to me. There's always a form right in the show notes. It's the last thing on the bottom where you can get in touch with me and we can talk about you coming on the podcast as well. I would love to have you. And I very often hear whether teachers come up to me at a conference or they'll reach out to me via a tweet or leaving a comment on an episode. But I often hear from teachers the impact that the information that they're hearing is having on them and their teaching. So thank you so very much. Podcasting can be a little bit of a solitary world, particularly doing some solo episodes. So having the opportunity to hear directly about how it's going is very helpful. I mean, I can see the download numbers, but that's just a number on a screen. But really connecting with you as a teacher and hearing what is useful for you is very helpful. And I recently sent out a survey to listeners because I want to make sure that you are getting what you need. What are some of those improvements? So I will be sharing that as we go into the next school year as well. So thank you for those of you that have filled out the survey. So now I would like to share with you some of the listener takeaway that I have heard. So the first one I want to share with you is Michelle. So let's listen to what Michelle had to say. 
Hello, Joshua. This is Michelle in Vancouver, BC, Canada. I just wanted to tell you how much I'm loving your podcast. It's uh, I'm a faithful, loyal listener. Every Saturday, I uh, catch the podcast from the Monday. I can't really say what uh, which episode I love the most, um, but I do want to mention Ben Fisher and Ben Tinsley. Um, those were two that really stood out for me. But what I love most about the podcast in general is just the diversity of voices and the interest and enthusiasm you have for such diverse perspectives. Um, you give us a little bit of everything, and I come from a very CI and uh, TPRS perf- uh, perspective myself, but I am enjoying hearing all the different points of view and activities and ideas and ways to engage our students and spread the power of um, additional language learning in our language teaching universe. So thank you for your amazing contribution to World Languages, and I um, look forward to the upcoming podcasts. Thank you so much. So I could not agree more with what Michelle had to say about the diversity of voices. First off, Ben Fisher-Rodriguez, Ben Tinsley, incredibly insightful educators. And just so you know, everything that is mentioned, every episode that is referenced on this episode is going to be linked in the show notes. So you can go right there and listen to Ben Fisher-Rodriguez and also Ben Tinsley's episodes. They are all down in there. But this idea of the diversity of voices, that was really something I was going for. I wanted to have teachers that were going to help push me outside of my comfort zone and assuming that there were other teachers just like me that would need that and to hear different ways to go about their teaching. So I really appreciate that feedback from Michelle that the diversity of voices was really helpful for her. So next, we're going to listen to Timothy. This is Timothy Chavez. I am a Spanish teacher, and my two favorite episodes of World Language Classroom, the World Language Classroom podcast, have been Integrating Can-Do's and Social Justice Standards with Cecile Lainey, and Critical Thinking Skills in the Language Classroom with Lisa Shepard. I just love learning about new ways to really talk about genuine things in my classroom and to expand beyond the simple products and practices but really get into the perspectives so thank you so much world language classroom joshua you are amazing so a big thank you to timothy for submitting that feedback and also that idea of looking at teaching in a different way that you're not always going to have reassurance hopefully that happens a lot that is one of my goals that you have reassurance that what you're doing in the classroom is on the right track i say that in the opening But also, as Timothy pointed out here, that sometimes there's an episode or a conversation or something somebody is saying, like Cecile or Lisa, and you're going to be able to look at your teaching in a different way and consider things you hadn't considered before. So I'm so happy that that is part of the listening experience for listeners as well. So the next listener that we will hear from is Gerline. Hi, Joshua. Congratulations. Um, This is my first year teaching a world language, and as a new teacher, your podcast is a lifesaver. I love how you bring the theory and the practice together, and you have so many great episodes, so it's very hard to pick one. But one of my favorite is episode 78 with Alison Perriman. 
She has so much energy and her excitement for teaching is extremely contagious. Um, I teach French, but you know what? I started following her. She's really amazing. Thank you. So I have to totally agree. That conversation with Alison Perryman was so much fun. I didn't want it to end. I actually edited out a lot because it went on for so long. We were having such a good conversation and it was so much fun. But there's also that idea that Gerline teaches a language different from Alison Perryman, but you don't have to be teaching the same language to learn from each other. So as she pointed out, she's following Alison Perryman, who's a Spanish teacher. Jeline teaches French, but she's able to learn from her. So I'm also happy to be hearing that that is something that teachers are able to do as well. They don't have to feel like they have to teach that language to be able to learn and collaborate. So the next listener we're going to hear from is Sylvia. Hello, Joshua, and hello, teachers from all over the world. My name is Sylvia from Dynamic Language Class. I wanted to say I'm a huge fan of the podcast since I discovered it. I've been listening to all your um, previous um, episodes and enjoying it a lot. It's super well-researched, very informative, and, and very inspirational. So thank you so much for doing what you do. And if I have to choose one, I think I would go with the one that you interviewed, Margarita Perez Garcia. Um, I find her techniques and the way she was explaining um, her teaching also like very inspirational that I had to get in contact with her, ask her a few follow-up questions that she kindly responded. She suggested a list of books that I can acquire for next year. And I can't wait to start, um, to start the new academic year implementing a bit of CI in my classes. So thank you so much and all the best. So that was a really interesting conversation I had with Margarita Perez Garcia because that was a really new concept to me. And I remember having to ask a lot of questions to really figure out what it was. And then I had to edit it quite a bit to bring all of the different ideas together and in the right order to make sense of it. So hopefully that came through. And it definitely seems like it came through when it comes to Silvia because she was able to reach out to Margarita Perez Garcia directly and to connect and get those insights that she needed and that support that she needed. And at the end of every interview, I always ask the person I'm interviewing, the teacher that's sharing with us, to tell us how we can get in touch so that you can continue the conversation, relationship with them. And that's exactly what Sylvia did. So I'm really happy to see that listeners are actually doing that and then getting the support and encouragement they need from the wonderful teachers I get to speak with on the podcast. And the last person we're going to hear from is Will. Hey, Joshua, this is Will Anderson from Long Island, New York. My favorite part of your podcast is the moment that you say, let's jump in. I want to thank you so much for curating this podcast for our language nerd community. Keep on recording. So I really love that Will pointed out that he likes the part where I say, let's jump in. It's sort of one of my taglines. I say, let's jump in. I see tips, tools, and resources. And you never really know what teachers are looking forward to, what kind of puts them in that comfort zone of what they're listening to. But let's jump in. I guess I will keep it in there. The same goes for the this and that questions I ask to teachers at the end. You know, sometimes it might be you don't have time for the whole episode, so you might tune out 
after you get the information about the teaching and you're not as interested in learning about the person, or maybe that's a part that you really enjoy. I have heard from listeners that they do enjoy that part and they get to know the teachers a little more rather than just the teacher in the classroom. So whether it's something you listen to or not, depending on your time, it's something I enjoy doing. And I hear just like Will is saying he likes when I say, let's jump in, that the same thing goes for getting to know the guests a little later on. So those were some of the takeaways that I heard from listeners to be included here on this episode. So thank you so much to Michelle, Timothy, Jolene, Sylvia, and Will. So now I'd like to share with you some of my own personal takeaways about conversations that I've had with guests. The first one I want to focus on is this idea of DEI and DEIJB work that is happening in our classrooms. That's diversity, equity, inclusion, justice, belonging. And one thing I pulled from there was from a conversation with Ben Tinsley, and it was on episode 27, where we were talking about diversity in the language classroom. And he said that he focuses on centering rather than including when he's talking about Francophone West African culture in his classroom, that he centers and he doesn't just include it. And he had made this statement, which I repeat all the time, that when you include someone, you're reminding them of whose house they're in. But if you're centering them, it truly is focused on them. And that was a huge takeaway that has reframed how I look at all of this DEI, DEIJB work. So you can hear that episode with Ben. It's number 27. It's linked in the show notes along with every other episode that has been mentioned. So along with that episode with Ben, he also did an episode with me, number 58, which was a live episode during a virtual summit last summer. So you can hear those two episodes from Ben. And then also within this diversity and equity lens, I spoke with Kia D. London, who really opened my eyes to what authentic representation representation is of students. And she did that on episode 88. And very early on, on episode 10, so one of the OG guests, as I like to call them, was AC Cantero. And we had that early conversation about equity in the language classroom. That's going back about two years ago. And then I spoke with Joseph Brody Brown, and his topic was LGBTQ plus inclusive classrooms and really looking at gendered language and representation of LGBTQ plus students in our classrooms. So that was on episode 42. And then Cécile Lenné spoke about social justice standards and how to use the social justice standards in the classroom beginning at the novice level. So she spoke with me on episode 33. So it was an idea of taking a lot of these topics of diversity and equity and justice and belonging and bringing it into the classroom. So Cécile did that on episode 33. And then on episode 28, I spoke with Vicky Wong and we talked about courageous dialogues and really got into the idea of affinity spaces and affinity groups in our schools. And I have to admit, I thought I understood what affinity groups are and their true purpose and why they exist and what are the benefits. But then after my conversation with Vicky Wong, I had a completely different understanding of the need and 
absolute benefit of having affinity spaces in our school. So you can revisit that whole conversation on episode 28 as well. Again, all of those in the show notes for you. And then outside of the DEIJB work, I was incredibly honored to have Florencia Henshaw and Maris Hawkins on the podcast um, after the publication of their book, Common Ground. And I did a whole series on Common Ground. So the fact that I was able to get the authors on the podcast was wonderful. And my favorite part was once we got into all the nitty gritty about the teaching and what that means and input and output. When we did the this and that questions and really getting to know both Florencia and Maris and just how incredibly entertaining and funny they are. So make sure if you listen to those episodes that you do listen to the end and really see them as the great entertaining human beings that they are. And then one particular takeaway that I had was two different episodes. One was with Ben Fisher, who was actually referenced earlier, and we talked about doing a write and discuss, uh, which is a technique in the classroom. And then I spoke with Caitlin Leppert about using parallel text in the classroom. And these two episodes so complemented each other. I actually think that on Ben's episode, he referenced parallel text, and then Caitlin referenced doing a write and discuss when we were doing our episode talking about parallel text. So I actually started doing a write and discuss in my classroom and then used parallel text with it. And it was a direct result of the two conversations I had with them. So I just wanted to focus on this idea of taking different episodes and seeing how they complement each other. And it wasn't something I was seeking to do initially, but they came together and they worked really well. So the other episodes I've really enjoyed have been my teacher toolbox episodes, where I had to figure out what are four or five activities that I can personally share with teachers to use in their classroom. So not only did I have to choose which ones, but then be able to explain them concisely in about three minutes each. So that was a great opportunity to me. So now I sort of have my elevator pitch for all of those. So all of my teacher toolbox episodes are linked in the show notes as well. So this entire podcasting journey, above anything else, has been so much fun. I really do enjoy it. I appreciate every single opportunity to talk to teachers that are proud of what they're doing in their classroom and wanting to share it with others. And I continue to have very particular goals throughout the fun of this podcasting process. And the first one is to foster in teachers a growth mindset so that you are looking at doing things maybe a little differently or trying something new. But also along with that, I want you to be reassured. I hope reassurance is something you get from almost every episode and validation about what you're doing in the classroom. Every teacher needs that right now. So yes, I want to foster a growth mindset, but I also want you to walk away with reassurance and validation about what you're doing. And as you are in that growth mindset, I hope you feel encouraged to take risks and then to persevere when you're trying something new and also to focus on cultural competence in the classroom. I make it a point to not make every episode about language acquisition, but also the cultural competence piece 
but that is all happening within a communicative classroom. So those continue to be the goals of the podcast. Hopefully you're feeling the fun in it as well, but your reassurance and validation, but also to have that growth mindset so you're comfortable taking risks and you can persevere, and then really focusing on cultural competence within a communicative classroom. So looking forward to the next 100, 200, 300 episodes, I will be taking the feedback from the survey that I recently sent out. It looked at everything from topics to guests to solo episodes to length of episodes so that everything is what you are looking for. So over the next 100 or so episodes, I'm going to be regularly incorporating the feedback that I get directly from you, your suggestions, and your recommendations. So thank you so much for your ongoing support and engagement and listening to these episodes and sharing out on social media about them. And I'm so excited for the upcoming episodes where we will have continued growth amongst our world language community. So in addition to you, the listener, I have to say thank you so much also to the 60 plus, I think it was 63 guests I've had on the podcast. You have joined me willingly with all of your insights and your excitement. I could not have done that without you. And I'm looking forward to another 100 episodes. So remember, in the show notes, you'll see the links to all the episodes that were referenced in this particular episode. And if your interest was piqued about one of those and you hadn't listened to that episode already, I encourage you to go and listen to those. You'll have everything from Florencia Henshaw, Maris Hawkins, Ben Fisher, Caitlin Leppert, all of those folks are in there. There is also a link to sign up for Talking Points, my weekly email newsletter with tips, tools, and resources for language teaching, as I always like to say. And there's also a link to get in touch with me if you would like to work together, which I would very much appreciate doing. And we can do that either in person in your school or remotely. So thank you again for 100 incredible episodes. And here's to the next 100, 200, and even more. I will talk to you soon. Bye for now. You've been listening to the World Language Classroom Podcast. Be sure to follow or subscribe wherever you're listening so you don't miss a single episode. Let's continue the conversation on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram at WL Classroom. You can also see over 250 blog posts about language teaching at, you guessed it, wlclassroom.com. <laughs>